0: everyone, and welcome to the 31st episode of the AVP Galaxy podcast. Um, I'm your host, Ridge Top, joined by your main host, Corporal Hicks. Hi, everybody. And uh, with us again is Xenomorphin. Hi. And uh, we actually weren't planning on doing a podcast in December, short of some big news coming out, but it has. Uh, Alien Covenant was officially announced on Fox's social media pages. Uh, Ridley Scott's been talking about it, so we kind of wanted to do just a shorter podcast. There really isn't too much news. There's there's just been little tidbits here and there that we thought we'd discuss and kind of uh, theorize over. So what do you guys think about this announcement and the fact that, um, I mean, there's been some conflicting information. In the official Fox announcement, they were saying that Prometheus was the first chapter of a new trilogy, but Ridley Scott has been saying that uh, Alien Covenant is the first chapter of a new trilogy, so... Uh, it's it's interesting wondering if we're going to get one sequel to this thing or two.
1: Well, he did, he did say during all the pre Paradise Lost stuff that there was potential for Prometheus two, three, and four. Um, so it seems like something they have been, at least he has been uh, thinking about. I mean, personally, I kind of like it to be the start of a new trilogy. Um, I mean, Prometheus was, oh it was a clusterfuck, it was a mess, and I kind of like the idea that Covenant might be the starting point for a new series that they've actually potentially mapped out and actually know the details of, rather than just going, oh, this sounds cool, um, as seems to have happened with Prometheus. So I, I'm, I'm all for, I'm all for a trilogy starting with Covenant. Um, assuming assuming it is coherent by you guys
2: well i think it's it's not so much the start of a tr- if you look at the way he's worded it he even keeps calling it prometheus one so i think it's in ridley scott's mind at least prometheus was the beginning of a quadrilogy rather than the next one going to be a, a completely new series because we know this next one is going to feature david um sure hasn't been mentioned in the little synopsis but we have often heard him saying oh yeah yeah, yeah she's going to be cast as again in so. the
1: um, in the press release that was a few days ago as far as, at time of recording the one that um, the hollywood reporters uh, detail him mm. um, he does briefly mention um where's the quote um well the casting hasn't been confirmed although Scott did say that Prometheus one star Numi Rapace will only appear briefly in Covenant.
2: Mm. Ah, I'd missed that part. Well that's that's still crossover because if you got David Yeah, um, yeah. Well,
1: it's, it's, it's going to be sure, yeah, It's, it's going still... to be a Prometheus sequel yeah. regardless. She... I mean even
0: with it, David's. It just sounds like she won't be the the main protagonist anymore in in the next one. Well, she'll
2: be a cliffhanger, and and there'll be something at the end, and and then it will go into her story rather than David. I
1: next. I think it's going to be it's going to be one of two ways. They're either shrugging her off and going for David, as he was quite easily the star of Prometheus. Um, so they're just trying to shrug her off and eh, uh, you know, be rid of her, or um, her fate is going to be uh, a plot element of the um, of covenant that's my opinions anyway
0: i'm sure it will be yeah and we did get um it was a little surprising to be honest with the announcement we did get a brief uh synopsis and they essentially say that there is a colony ship called the covenant that finds what appears to them to be a paradise planet you know right for colonization but it turns out to be this dark, mysterious world whose sole inhabitant is David from the first Prometheus mission. Um, so it makes me wonder if the movie will start off kind of like Prometheus did with this team heading to this planet, um, you know, not really knowing what they're in for and somehow finding out about this world. And then they come across David and he explains to them, you know, what he's doing there or or what
1: the um the use of the description paradise in the uh, synopsis has me sort of wondering if this is the planet that Shaw and David yeah went to whether this is actually like the engineer's home world or something maybe
2: mm. it it did remind me a lot of the um synopsis for the upcoming next Mass Effect game, actually, which is, it's got a lot in common with the synopsis for how that's meant to start off as well. But, um I mean, there's got to be a reason why they would have set off for this world in the first place. So, it, whether there's going to be some kind of time dilation thing or whatever to happen to this place in the meantime, I don't know. I, I know... Hicks, you've had uh, th- just a feeling that there's going to be, s- might be some kind of time travel thing involved somehow, haven't you?
1: I, I, you know what? I don't even know where that came from. I mean, if I can't remember specifically, but I believe the end of Space's original Alien Engineers script uh, prattled on about time travel towards the end oh, of it. Right, right, right. Something to sort of tie into the. Um, the fossilisation of the engineer ship you know when it was trying to tie in
2: I see. neatly yeah.
1: into the end of it into I'll the start of Alien yeah. uh, well, we'll have to reread it soon yeah. because, uh, <laughs> we, are, we are planning on doing an episode um, talking about that script um, just like we did with Peter Briggs as AVP uh, but yeah it's just like a little feeling I've had and um, you know to because he keeps going on Ridley Scott keeps going on about tying this into the back end of Alien and I kind of fear that might be the way they're gonna go I mean I don't I don't particularly want it to involve any sort of time travel shenanigans mostly because
0: yeah sorry to interrupt I, I just I'm right with you I hope they don't go into that um I think they were already pushing the boundaries of the feel of the Alien universe in Prometheus, as far as reading dreams go and everything like that. Like, and that's always been one of the intriguing things about Ali- the Alien franchise that the technology has always been clunky and basic and you know grungy. There's never been this fanciful sci-fi stuff that we see in Star Trek or, or other franchises. So. It'll be interesting yeah. now that this is officially titled an alien film if he's going to attempt to go back to the old, you know, dingy style of the original films, the, the gritty lived in sci-fi style from those, or continue on with the, the sleek, you know, hyper futuristic look of, of Prometheus.
2: Well if if it's a colony ship, I would imagine it's probably it's gonna be like a you know, state of the state of the art thing that's going out there with the latest technology sort of thing. Um I'm I'm just trying to. I, I know you talking about the dream thing that that would the dream technology was one of those things where yeah it fitted into the story but it kind of clunked up against the continuity. When, when I remember when I saw that on the big screen, I was thinking, wouldn't that have been a great thing for them to have put Ripley through to see what she was actually having nightmares about, to see what <laughs> the veracity of her you know her tale of what happened to the Nostromer. Um I'm I'm having some trouble trying to, to piece together the Ridley Scott actual quotes here because it's not the best grammar in the world. It's um like he said. So I'm now going to do the next one, which is the next evolution directly connected to, with the first one, which was this shore, when he replaced Michael Fassbender in two pieces and will kind of pick it up there and it will evolve. Is that Ridley the <laughs>
0: but this is a sequel? <laughs> I
2: don't understand what he's trying to say
0: there. I mean, I, I, I love Ridley Scott, but I think, especially lately, I was actually just watching the Prometheus making a documentary last night, and the pre-production stuff was just crazy, all these ideas being yeah. thrown around. He does have a tendency, it seems, to kind of ramble off into all these what-if scenarios and crazy ideas, and let's, let's explore this, and I think that's great. But I'm hoping that he can hone that in a bit on, on an idea that's really intriguing rather than from PS that didn't really know what to one it. it was kind of all over the place.
1: Well, hopefully that's what... Um... You know what? I forgot the fella's name now. The chap who was brought on to do some rewrites.
0: Yeah, he is a good oh, writer. A
1: no, no. Oh, oh, the
0: new guy. The one for Logan? The is it Logan? Hang on. He's he's worked with him before. I think he worked with him on Gladiator. Mm. Yeah, he's...
1: Um... Looks like they've had quite a um, quite a past to be honest. I mean, the guy's got some decent accolades behind him as well, from what I remember. Lots of nominations, um, and um, a few wins. Um, I haven't I haven't seen the latest ones that it went on about, which was um, the last James Bond, uh, John Logan. That was it. And uh, but I'm sort of hope. I mean, the thing the thing about Scott is he always. He needs somebody there to provide a good script for him. Basically, the guy into writer. Let's be honest. Mm. Um, some of his ideas for Alien were fucking terrible. The old, you know, bite off Ripley's head and the alien had record the message using a voice thing.
2: Mm.
1: Um, and you know, it's nice that he's got plenty of ideas. Um, I just he just needs somebody to actually turn them into something coherent
2: yeah well he's an artist so he does kind of go go off on those directions um i mean like like with time travel i think you know it can kind of it doesn't feel like it's part of the alien continuity but on the other hand like you watch a film like um, like flight of the navigator where time travel plays a part in it but it's the kind of thing where you know it feels plausible in That for. With that said, I don't really want it to be a part of this either. Um,
1: I just, I think it's keeping it away from the fanciful. Yeah, you know, just don't make a big deal out of everything. Which I suppose is kind of going to be a little bit hard when you're playing with gods. Well, yeah, yeah, these guys are supposed to be amazing so it stands to reason that perhaps they have some ability yeah, to manipulate even there,
2: I'd, I'd like ridley scott and you know the production crew in general to because they i remember they in prometheus they did keep referencing a lot of mainly christian myth and as we understand it, in western society there's a lot of very interesting legends about you know people from the start and all that from like the east which i would like them to also bring into this um the only thing i will say is that we do know from the quotes he's being given now because he's especially talking about the next one that's coming up covenant whereas he does say no one asked the question why the alien who made it and why so i think we are definitely now going to go down the road of the alien was not natural. It was definitely made. It was definitely an artificial creation, which is not my preferred way of doing it. But I think if if we say anything, this is definitely going to be about, I think that is going to be a a concrete thing. He wants to lead
1: it down. Mm. I just hope it doesn't end up with David being the one. I'm just going to say. Oh, that would be so stupid. Yeah. Yeah.
2: How do
1: you mean the one? The one to create them. I don't want oh, it. Right. I don't want it to be some sort of accident of him fucking around with their technology. Well, it, and...
2: it would also be repeating where they've gone before because he's technically kind of responsible that for that indirectly in the first. Yeah, it would be retreading ground. I don't think they'd do that.
1: Although I do want to see him come back with some sort of engineer body. I will put that out there. <laughs> I, I want
2: going back to our <laughs> April Fools. <Yeah. laughs>
1: Well, yeah, I came up with the idea because I do actually kind of like it. I do want to see him come back with some sort of biomechanical body.
2: Well, he is. According to the recent news, Fassbender's going to be playing two different David Eights.
1: Which I love um... the idea of.
2: Well, they'd have to have a way to differentiate them, unless they're going to do a thing where the original David Eight is Machiavellian and he, you know, he pretends to be the other one and there's a a kind of like a red herring game going on at some point which Mm. could happen
1: i imagine the other one will just come on the ship
2: oh yeah definitely i can't well i don't know maybe he would make himself again but i don't know i I get the impression with david eight at least right at the end of prometheus he had that fear because even when he entered the the engineer you know stasis chamber or whatever you want to call it um you know he said you know a superior species no doubt sort of thing i get the feeling that he would if he had the chance to make himself he would make himself you know different to just a a very hemmed in kind of humanoid platform i think he feels limited so, but you know I'm, I'm not writing the thing so <laughs> i know i'm just saying I, that was my feeling from watching
0: Prometheus. i think um I can't remember where from, but I remember seeing either Ridley or someone who worked on the first Prometheus insinuate that the derelict from the original alien was much older than the juggernaut we saw in Prometheus and it had been there for a long time. So I'm wondering if that's going to be changed. I think that would be strange to see another derelict ship crash scene because we got that in Prometheus. Yeah. Um, so I'm wondering if, if they'll come across it, if they'll, They'll already find it and just have an explanation for why it's there. So maybe even though the alien was created, perhaps it was created a ways back and they're just explaining the creation.
1: Yeah, it would make sense if they're actually going to stick to this notion of the um, the derelict having been there for thousands of years. You know,
2: that... Well, if it's going to be three more films and if this world is the place that Shaw and David went off to I'm I would extrapolate from that, this is a completely new solar system. It's nothing to yeah. do with where LV426 are. They, they don't have to revisit the original derelict, if they even want to, until three films away yet. So um, I think this is their chance to kind of start with a blank slate and just go from square one instead of painting themselves into the corner, which, as we discussed before, was a problem with the fire and stone thing.
0: I I will admit it is good and gets me more excited actually seeing an Alien movie logo again after so long.
1: Yes, um, that was nice. Well, it does it,
0: look it's... like the one from Alien: Isolation. A
2: lot
1: of people yeah. commented on that. Yeah, I, I think it, even um, even some of the Alien: Isolation um, uh, crew, I suppose, for a better word, um, commented on that fact as well. I think it was one of the writers said something like, "Nice to see the Lightstar logo." <laughs> which made me smile.
2: But you see is that you know is that just the marketing department or did Ridley Scott himself have, say, "Oh, I would like it to look like this" or was did he just choose from a bunch of like 15 20
0: of them and go, "Okay, that looks like my original film."
1: Who knows? I'm pretty sure it was
0: Fox. I think I honestly think Fox was was like, "Hey man, if you don't do this movie now, we're just going to go ahead with Neil Bloomcamp and do his." And so Ridley was like, "Oh, well, I need to do this because I want to do this."
1: <laughs> that's, that's um something else um we could mention um, i mean I, I think in the paradise lost episode when that title came out we may have talked about the whole rebranding of um, prometheus i can't remember if we did or not um but you know with this being alien covenant covenant being the name of the ship i have to wonder if mm. that's going to be a thing you know it makes it makes sense. If that is the thing for them now to rebrand it as Alien Prometheus, if that's going to be the trend they might follow for this series.
2: I don't know. I can't see them doing that unless there's a point. They've already repackaged the film. Everyone knows, oh, that's the next film. I don't think there'd be a point in rebranding the title because if they did that, I mean, it's just occurred to me if they did that, they'd have to literally go into and redo the title sequence within the actual film
0: you
1: know, each. each well, I don't mean necessarily in there, but I mean for like the DVD releases
0: and stuff. I, I don't think they will. I think they'll just leave it as prom, Prometheus. I would I would think, mm. um, and I, I would hope the sequels don't have the name of some starship that's central to the story as all their subtitles. I would hope this you is not the dig last that? one. I mean, it, it's okay, but if you're going to repeat it for another sequel or two or three, then it would just I don't know, like. Alien 3 and Aliens did not have a central starship. They took place on planets. And so I think if you had the stories, each sequel had this starship crew, uh, it would get a little repetitive. I would hope that some of the Prometheus sequels or alien prequels. I guess they are now. Um, They always were. They always were. (laughs) And that's that's another thing. It's so funny to watch the special features of, of Prometheus and watch Damon Lindelof saying, like, his whole premise of the story was like, Oh, what if we start in the alien universe, but this goes off and and does its own thing. That's parallel to that. And, (laughs) and nobody wanted that. And Fox found out nobody wanted that with, with the reaction to the first film. And so they have to bring it back. I just, I hope they can do it in a good way. I hope it's not a jumbled mess. And I hope it's not this long drawn out prequel trilogy, like, like the Hobbit was or something like that. Um, so I hope they do it right. I'm excited because it's an alien movie for sure. Um, but they can easily screw it up, I think. And I hope they do it right.
1: It's hard not to be a little hesitant after Prometheus as well, isn't it?
2: Well, this oh, is a yeah. thing. I, I don't think they're gonna be able to just with Prometheus, they could sit back and just put the word out and say, It's Ridley Scott, they've got HR Giga and everyone would you know, it generated its own publicity and especially after that to this date, it's still a mind-blowing first trailer. that had that really incredible, great music with the, you know, the 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 old siren. Yeah, it was government.
1: very alien-esque. It was it. a
2: really great trailer. Um, with this one, people, it, it's like you know the Star Wars prequels. People are a bit more wiser to this, and they kind they are wary of is this going to be a WTF type thing again or what? Well, because it. You know, a lot of people liked it, but it. I don't know I've ever met like a diehard Prometheus fan. I've I've met people who like Prometheus, but, you know, there's they don't have that core demographic. So I think that if Fox, I don't know if Ridley Scott is aware because he said nothing about it, but I'm pretty sure Fox is aware that. Prometheus is, you know, it's seen as flawed, let's say. Yeah. So I was... think they know they're going to have to put in an effort to this one.
0: It was a very divisive movie, and even though I'm sure a lot of people enjoyed it, I haven't really seen anyone who was completely satisfied with it. No,
1: no, I'm, I'm the same. Um, I only ever see, you know, it's, it's weird because we all used to sort of revere Scott over, um, you know, over Alien. And then Prometheus comes out, and now I tend to see a lot of apprehension, a lot of um, yeah. you know, hang up your cigar kind of comments.
2: Well, it's buyer's remorse. I get the feeling that there's a lot of people who they felt a bit burned. They they went into it expecting, as I say, watch rewatch that trailer again. It's not very representative and of yeah, the film. You're hyped is you for a completely different kind of film than you ultimately get. It delivered something completely different. So I think people, even if you get another really great advert this time, people are still going to go, yeah, well, Prometheus had that. I'm going to wait and see. And I think a lot of people this time, people wanted to go and see it last time. This time, I think people are going to wait for the reviews to come in before going, oh, I'm definitely going to go and see
1: it. You know, first time I actually saw Prometheus, I didn't have a fucking clue what I thought of it. I remember driving home, just trying to figure out what the fuck I'd just seen. Yeah,
2: just process it.
1: Um, I mean at the end of the day I, it's my personality in general is I always try and find the things I like more than more than the things I hate. So there is stuff in Prometheus that I do like Yeah. Um, but I think I, I mean even with Resurrection I try and focus on the stuff I like yeah. but I think out of all of them it's probably my most frustrating film to watch. Because sure. I, because I know there's elements in there that I'm just like, you could
2: have done this better. <laughs> yeah. Well, um... I, th- I think it's more memorable because you know, like they had. H.R. Giger on set with Ridley Scott. Yeah, but that, that's all like fox. happened
1: from that. Fox,
2: as I understood it, fox there was going to be a um, Ridley Scott's son-in-law or something—and Fox were the guys that said, "No, yeah. we want you to direct. We don't want you to produce it. We want you to direct it." And they put their foot down and they must have flung as much money at him as he said, "Oh." I mm-hmm. So they are aware there was this huge thing and and you watch it and you go this was the film we've been waiting all those years for you have giga you have and it you know it, all you can say about it is oh it is what it is it it
1: didn't it's a failed you know, experiment and you,
2: yeah and you rewatch it and every time you rewatch it you go as beautiful as some things about it are as great as some aspects of it are you had those elements together and there should have been magic and the magic wasn't there.
1: I completely agree.
2: It just feels like, you know, squandered opportunity and then now, of course, Giga is no longer with us so you're never going to get that chance again. It's it's done.
1: That's There's always guttling.
0: Yeah, yeah I, I just hope, like we talked about in the last podcast, they take actual real influence from Geekert this time around. They kind of went away from that in the first media, so I'm hoping they... They um...
1: they understand that, yeah. Right. Well, this is the they thing. The Blomkamp
0: again. understands that because every
2: interview we've seen with Blomkamp about Alien 5, he usually brings that up, and with Ridley Scott, or little, the slightly worrying thing with Ridley Scott is every interview you see, you never hear him talk about that, so it's like, does he even realise that
0: was a problem? You know, I mean, I've, I've come to enjoy Prometheus more over the years. Um, I think the ship design was, was incredible, so I'm looking forward to seeing a new awesome-looking spaceship. Yeah, I, I am. Just, I'm interested in that. I hope Scott realizes that even though Alien was a masterpiece... It was um, a collaborative was, masterpiece. <laughs> that, and it was just... It was a horror film. It was a haunted house movie in space... And if you want to explore the, the space jockeys and the alien, that's fine. But I, I worry with Prometheus that he's going to get into these overly heady ideas. I mean, not these movies should be sophisticated. They should have heady ideas for sure. But you can overdo it. And I worry that he's he's going to overdo it.
1: It's, it's weird because, you know, the, from Alien you get a sense of this whole um... – Lovecraftian kind of sense from it. But when it came to Prometheus, it didn't feel yeah. like that. It was. It was.
2: That, that wanted, was a, it wanted to be. Of be yeah. Devoid of it, yeah.
1: It wanted to be lofty and it wanted to, um, you know, try and be all cerebral, but it wasn't. And it didn't really know what the fuck it was doing. Um, I don't particularly mind the idea of him perhaps playing with with loftier elements but if he know if they know what they're doing if they know where they're going and it's you know it's it's planned out and thought out and consistent that it won't that won't really bother me i don't think
2: well i, th- I think as long as they deliver because that's the problem with prometheus uh, even a lot of the fans of prometheus uh, like you I'm, there are bits i do like about prometheus um But I think a lot, even the fans of Prometheus, are people who thought, "Oh yeah, Prometheus," I quite like that as a film. It was good, it worked. They they all acknowledged that the main problem what if it was it promised questions and it gave the questions, but it didn't give any answers. It kind of just milled around in this little sandbox and went aha, and you go okay. What? Tell me what? And <laughs> and, you, and it goes no. Aha! We're going off into the sky now with a with a robot head. Exactly. Think, it was a lot of self. And you're going what? What did I watch? Where did I? That's... What did I learn from it? I didn't learn anything from it.
0: Yeah, that's exactly what I was trying to get at. The first Prometheus was just overly philosophical in the sense that it was only questions with no answers. The characters were not really likable in the movie. They didn't really grow as characters at all um, the whole movie was just these lofty questions it, that, it was that an was entire movie of sets. setup. that's what it was right. um, again and
2: even that big thing you'd have that big head in the chamber and we all saw that and we went oh I wonder what that's gonna be and at the end of it you're still wondering what the hell was that why did they put it in the set and you even have the David or oh, the it might have been David or Shaw's other arm half and go, you know what? Oh no, it was um um Fifield. and he says, "Oh, what, was that one of their gods? What would you say?" And the other guy doesn't have a clue either. The whole thing's about people who don't have a clue in a sandbox <laughs> where the thing is the filmmakers don't have a clue yeah, that they, yeah. they just said, "Do something, arty We'll slap it in front of the." Camera.
1: That was exactly the issue, and I they they
2: think and they, there was no game plan.
1: Mm, that's that's what this new series needs to have to really work for me. Is game plan. is a game plan? They need to know what the fuck they're doing. I mean, it sounds like they had no end of issues trying to find a direction for the sequels. I mean, S- Scott and Lindelof made it sound like they'd been talking about things, but all the reports that came out after were just aimless. They didn't know what they were doing. I mean, I remember some report for bloody disgusting where they were on about. Um, them having issues trying to even get a writer that they were they were happy with
2: yeah they were searching around for people to write this but um the rumor is that none of the writers really had a clue what direction to take in it. but that can be blame them because Ridley Scott and Lindelof, they didn't either
1: no that's cause... pretty much my biggest I hope for this new series is that they have a fucking clue where they're going.
2: Even the Black Ooze, that's essentially what Prometheus revolved around. But you ask in the interviews, they say, yeah, well, it could have been that they were going to go off to Earth and destroy us, or it could have been that they were going to upgrade yeah. us. And there they was... It was two extremes, and they didn't have a clue which, which was secretly the real story. You don't yeah. have a foundation to build
1: upon. And it had so many varying
0: effects as well that it's yeah, you know, it made it yeah. whatever
2: they felt like it doing,
0: it did. There was just this ambiguous plot device. And, you know, I, I don't think mystery is bad. I mean, mystery was used very effectively in the first Alien. The whole yeah. derelict yeah. uh, yeah, sequence course. was completely mysterious. But Prometheus was almost all mystery that, that went nowhere. When, yeah, exactly. Alien, alien, alien went.
2: Somewhere. Yeah, I think that. <laughs> that's I what think... we hope for.
1: We'll yeah. <laughs> And I think we've covered all the Covenant news, haven't we?
0: Yes, we we, have been some uh, tweets by Carrie Hine uh, about something relating to Aliens. People have been talking about that a lot lately. Uh, They're wondering if she is going to have some involvement in Alien 5 or maybe one of these films. Uh, What do you guys think?
1: I think it's going to be some. I don't think it's going to be anything to do with any of these films I think it's going to be something new for the 30th yeah, 30th that, anniversary of Aliens
2: yeah that's what she clarified in a, a follow up tweet she said it's I'm not being cast in Alien Fire and some of us did wonder is that a possibility I know I I put out there, maybe it's going to be, you know, because I know Sophie Eldred, who's one of the Doctor Who companions, she put out a book called Ace, which was her character. And it was like her experiences on Doctor Who. And I said, maybe it would be nice if she did a book from her perspective as a child actor being involved in this. You know, what is whether there are some people who hate aliens, but they got to admit it was a cultural phenomenon in you know film history. It would be nice to have her do a book from her perspective. And she has access to everyone she'd need to do interviews with um we still don't know what it is but it's not to do with ADM 5 she said it's something to do with 30th, the 30th anniversary yeah it's, whatever it, it is it's made her very happy and she thinks that fans will be over the moon with it whatever it
1: is i don't i think i think it's, it's there's a possibility that it may be a book because titans certainly aren't shy about putting um putting books out at the minute i mean they've just announced um we haven't announced it, but we've found it a um, set photography book. So um, you know, behind the scenes photos of the Would set. Would it of have
2: aliens. to be through Titan though, or could well, they're the ones publisher?
1: with they're the ones with the license at the minute doing uh, doing all the uh, various bits did and they, bobs. Did they do the Alien Vault? Uh, no, but that was that was years ago. Now though, that was
2: because you know it would if she did something like that, it would be more akin to something like the Alien Vault, or maybe just a biography.
1: I don't know. I can't remember who did who did the Vault, but I know it was before Titan. I certainly know about that. Cool. I mean, there's also possibility of maybe a figure. I guess. I mean, they yeah, just
2: see. I can't see people going. Oh my God! It's a new figure. I mean, people would like it, but it it doesn't feel like that she was saying you know the the, in the spirit of her tweet it felt like something that we'd go oh wow you know we've got action figures it's not gonna be
0: it it probably won't be this but i had the thought that maybe it's a continuation of alien isolation like but in Aliens, where you play as her, and maybe not even a full-price release, maybe like a half-price release or something, where it's a shorter story and you just play as her surviving for those weeks before the Marines show up in, in the colony. Um, it won't be that. I know, it would sure. be
1: awesome, no. though. Well, her um, voice
2: they're... would have changed. She wouldn't be able to do yeah, a voiceover for Newt. So. That's an interesting game concept, though, yeah.
1: I think it would work really well. Um, but I think the most likely thing is going to be some sort of re, re-release, re-issue of Aliens. You know, a, a new Blu-ray set, maybe with a new, new features, new interviews, blah 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 blah. Did she did she do any, um, st- anything for the quadrilogy anthology yeah. as an adult? The, I can't remember.
0: Interviewed her, yeah, with
2: with Sigourney Weaver, wasn't it? It was one sort of question and answer thing with her. I've got I've got an image in my mind of her and schooly Weaver sitting next to one another and chatting to the camera. I could be wrong,
1: but i I think that's going to be the most likely thing, some sort of reissue, but we'll find out.
2: I'd have thought they'd have used all the material up there exists for aliens though by now, potentially I mean have we heard i mean except for that famous picture of Pharaoh being grabbed by an alien which I still so say just it looks a press like release. it was. I don't know. It looks to me like you know, it's got all the lighting, etc. It looks like a, something that was filmed, but it was just you know, like it. It just got cut out for a, a few seconds worth.
0: To me, it if looks small. Always... I know a
2: lot of people say it is publicity, but to me, it looks like
0: part of an actual scene. Mm-hmm. Um. So before we finish, is is there anything else you guys want to talk about uh, about the recent news?
2: um no I'm I'm good I'd like a plane ticket to the 20th century fox Dubai theme park when it opens
0: but that's, that's, really a, that's a while away though that's a while yeah. away
2: it, I think the Malaysian one has yet to open doesn't it
0: that's the one coming yeah. first, 20, I think. 2017 I think is the tentative date but it can always be pushed back yeah that, that's a,
2: with any luck they'll put a similar thing in the western world somewhere <laughs> we that wouldn't be enormously expensive to travel to bring that's... alien war back bring Alien i don't war back. know i, I went to, it, it was good when i was a teenager but i'm mean, looking back on it now it, it felt a little bit cheesy i think if, if it was alien war with a project proper budget yeah yeah that's what i mean okay. yeah, impressive
1: yeah. <laughs> one I, I want the hollywood horror night things that you guys have
0: I was just gonna say you guys. I out. went that to that, awesome.
2: yeah. I didn't go to the AVP one because that was after, but, I, but they do some brilliant ones in Universal Studios. You know what they could do now because they've got the technology. They could potentially do something like Quasar with actual moving holographic aliens. That would be. I don't know. I I saw, a, <laughs> I think it was like a Les Dawson thing when he was doing stand up, but that made him like a like a holographic Les Dawson, and I was thinking to myself. It, this shouldn't be happening. It's is a nineteen seventies British comedian being brought to life in holograms, and yet it did. It happened, and it looked utterly realistic. He was interacting with the audience somehow, so they mm. could completely do something like that with um, holograms.
1: I think I'd rather be grabbed by a physical guy in a suit, though.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. it, it, it felt cheesy honestly did. I'd like it but I'm not sure I'd go to it now yeah, having to it when I was a teenager
1: there you go Xenomorphin's not going to a remade Alien War if they ever do it he's not invited <laughs> oh, I unless yeah. it's done oh, with oh, yeah.
2: holograms
1: <laughs> me, me and Ridgetop will go and experience it
2: oh I'd go with friends I'd go with friends it's one of those things where you, where you need to go with a group of people you know I think. yeah and have a laugh
1: yeah.
2: I punched a guy in the suit when not with me.
1: I imagine they got <laughs> yeah. lots of thoughts.
2: By complete because it happened the the light suddenly strobed on and the guy was right there in my face and I just like reacted without thinking yeah. oh
1: shit. I imagine that happened a lot.
0: <laughs> well I think that about wraps it up, guys. Um if you have any comments or suggestions on the podcast, feel free to Come on the forum or come on Facebook. Uh, We like to engage with the community. This is our last podcast planned for 2015. Uh, We're going to start up next year. We're going to be going over the John Space Script, uh, Alien Engineers, that was unused or, I guess, ruined by David Lindelof. (laughs) Motherfine. But yeah, we we hope you guys have enjoyed all the podcasts uh, for this year. So for 2015, this is Ridgetop. Scorpro X Xenomorphine Signing off